0: Get ready for the next battle. Alright, so yeah, this is a follow-up companion bonus episode to uh, episode 131. Uh, AJ just joined Alex and myself. I'm Nick. This is a 2v1 podcast leading up to EVO fight game newbie rundown something <laughs>
1: this is fight club bonus material right yeah
0: here. this is uh yeah it is just me and aj now we we talked in the episode that he was just on that we're playing a lot of fighting games he's going even deeper and deeper into it and like really researching some of the very technical aspects of it evo 2017 is going to be happening this coming weekend so that's also part to of the
1: why 16th the championships are all on sunday the 16th yeah, so th- that, that's part of why stream. we're doing this. I'm sure you can find a stream on their website. Just Google it.
0: Holy shit. Um, real quick, I didn't realize it was only on the 16th? Or you mean the final round stuff?
1: All the championship rounds are on the 16th.
0: Oh, I'll be able to watch that.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Sunday night. Okay. Like, we, that's all I'm going to watch. Yeah, I might, I'll... I might pay attention to who's like winning what because I like, know some of the names now, but I'm not going to watch... All weekend.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was thinking, I was under the impression I was not going to be able to see like any of it real time, but I think I will. They should have a schedule
1: up that says like what game is when.
0: Yeah. So I tried to
1: look last week for the schedule and they hadn't posted it yet. So I don't
0: know. Yeah. So for those listening, we're assuming you're into or semi interested in fighting games. We are, disclaimer, not not good at them Sleep we are not professionals yourself, bro oh get out of here <laughs> we 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 are not professionals aj has much more history with them than me but we this is straight up as if like you don't know anything because we don't know anything so just spare any criticism please but uh yeah so aj i'll let you uh okay so been on backshift
1: um i ha- on midnights i found a book on the uh kindle library uh, called fundamentals of fighting um actually what i found first was a breakdown of street fighter and it had a link to this book and since i don't play street fighter um yeah this is the one yet. i yeah yeah <laughs> this is the one i read and it has the breakdown of street fighter in the book so i kind of got the the bigger one um it's written by a guy named Gutex, i believe let me look that up check that real quick
0: Tax is a great name that's i his, assume that's his uh, that's online his handle, handle yeah yeah
1: <laughs> so he is um a professional street fighter player he started off in arcades and arcade fighting games uh were a little bit different than they are now um you would go you pay a quarter select your character yeah and uh when you won you got to stay on the sticks the next guy would step up and he right would choose a new character and so, fighting games have definitely evolved quite a bit since then. That's where he started. Just kind of to set the scene a little bit, Street Fighter 4, I guess, would have been... No, 5 is the most recent one.
0: 5 is the most recent one on PS4. So,
1: we'll go back to 4. 4 was made in probably probably released 08-ish.
0: That sounds right.
1: So, I'm, I believe that Evo... And esports, it's themselves didn't get this big national attention until probably around like 2012.
0: Yeah, no, it They've was. They've not... always
1: had fighting game championships. It's always been a thing, yeah. but it yeah. didn't become like a spectated thing. Yeah, it's not a spectator
0: event as as much as it is now. 2012.
1: So when you think about this from the the standpoint of a game developer we're really in the first generation of fight games that are developed for spectating themselves. Sure. So there's some mechanics in Street Fighter, the new Street Fighter, Street Fighter V, that they changed to make the fights...
0: More more, flashy.
1: More flashy, more aesthetically (laughs) pleasing. They changed some of the inner mechanics um, with timing. Like, they made them more accessible. Right. So that more people could play them. Basically, you get better, you know, the more people that play, the more pros you have, the more,
0: you know. Yeah, the, nat- the natural benefit of the competitive stuff is that you want people that aren't interested in it to, like, yes, give it a yes, chance. Yeah. yes.
1: So, it's just kind of an interesting thing. You know, you, you don't really think about that, but the last Street Fighter, probably 2008, which means they developed it the previous three, four or five years. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, you you figure anything that's released after 2012 um, would be what they were focusing would be games that they were focusing on this you know Evo stuff, which means that the development of those games occurred in the last three years, which means that the games we're playing now are all right. So, anyways, we had a debate on the uh, not really a debate, but we talked about hardware uh ps4 versus xbox yeah um so fight games are very very timing based obviously yes and everything is based we'll get into it frames um so 60 frames per second is a major major must-have for fight games and hardware makes a big difference so the book that i read breaks down the hardware very intricately intricately it tells you how to build a computer and everything if you're gonna play oh really yeah um that's
0: interesting that's a weird part of that i wouldn't have expected yeah so
1: even it like even gaming on an hd television is gonna kill your performance a little bit big screen hd televisions have like a one to two frame lag
0: sure yeah
1: that for the pros is too much yeah so they suggest gaming monitors and
0: that's actually a really good point um because i know i know josh on our typical show has asked before like why why are gaming monitors so much more expensive and this is why it's because they're it they do get into like the really nitty-gritty of like peak peak performance stuff that I don't really know much about. So it makes sense, I guess, that that was part of this yeah. this book. Yeah. The
1: other thing that they talk about is using the fight sticks, which is like a joystick. Yeah, of course, with the, yeah. With the six-button layout next to it. Yeah. Um, and you can we're tell, not at that level yet. We're not at that level. I won't buy one. I, I don't really want to buy one either. Yeah. I looked them up. They're $200, average price.
0: Yeah, there's a ton of them, too. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, and the, the biggest... Uh, nationally used ones is actually made by Mad Cats,
0: so I believe you guys are oh, no. talking
1: about Mad Cats. Uh,
0: and they went at, out of business; they're previous, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know that. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, some of the using some of those sticks, I feel like, especially with Guilty Gear, like Absolutely. some of those directional inputs, you just abuse the hell out of your thumb yep. trying to do it because it's hard with a D pad.
0: Yeah, even he, in... it
1: feels weird, like. Going down to the thumbstick to try and do like that's not feasible either.
0: I don't even try the thumbstick, yeah, I just avoid it like completely. Yeah. So
1: I could I could see that why people do that. I will never do that because I would never want to play someone. I'm not gonna get into it. I don't know. Whatever. We'll
0: see where we'll see where you and I are in uh in Fight King in like a year. Yeah, I don't
1: I don't see myself doing that. No? Getting a fight stick?
0: Yeah. Do you? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't man. want to. I yeah, don't want I don't.
0: to. That's a that's an era uh, that I'm very not familiar with. I think I have played Street Fighter 2 in an arcade like a couple times. And trying to do that today would probably feel so weird. I haven't done that in forever. So I don't know if it would actually really help.
1: <laughs> it could but, be cool, but there's definitely a learning curve for using this.
0: Yeah, there is, for sure. And like using how you hold your fingers and yeah, stuff too would be yeah. really different. Yeah. But so, anyway...
1: Fight 101. Um, <laughs> fight games. All fight games work on a rock, paper, scissors mechanic. Your really? three mechanics being attack, block, and throw. Oh, uh, okay. So, one thing trumps the other. You can't block and sure. throw. You can block an attack. Attacks do damage. Throws do damage. If you don't understand this basic concept, I don't know why you're listening to this because it's been in fight games of all for all time
0: hey no no judgment here
1: no judgment if that's you but you should that's that's a that should be common knowledge i i kind of goofed up my notes a little bit anyways fights.
0: <laughs> you took a lot
1: <laughs> fight start we'll say i'm just trying to think that through think this through logically how to present this yeah um i have like blocking and chip damage and then throws um i have some terminology written down here that i didn't explain which is what's, what I'm uh, trying to come, work through. So we'll start with uh, Neutral Game. Every fight starts with both fighters on their feet. It's called the Neutral Game, okay? Big big term here that fighters use, and you'll hear this if you watch Evo at all. It's called footsies.
0: Mm. Okay, and okay.
1: This, is, this is the fight for space on the screen. Um, so... Techniques that a fighter has, if you just press square, you press triangle, punch and kicks, those attacks are all called normals. Mm-hmm. The It's just the normal attacks, normals. And then anything that's like down forward square where they shoot a fireball, is it's a Hidok- street fighter, it's a, called a hadoken. Those are going to yeah. be called specials. Right. So you, attacks are broken up between normals and specials. Basically, you use your normals and specials to control the space of the screen. Uh, you want to limit your opponent's options as their space on the screen gets smaller. And when you corner your opponent, you have a higher ability to do damage. So basically the, the goal of this neutral game and footsies is to do a small amount of damage. You're not really trying to kill anyone yet and push your opponent towards the corner so you can limit their attacks and their movement options.
0: Yeah. And Um, actually I notice this all the time, uh, in guilty gear specifically yeah if you get somebody up against the wall it's pretty hard to get out of sort of you know So, guilty
1: gear especially this neutral game spacing thing is a major major mechanic more than any other fight game that we play okay more than tekken more than street fighter which we don't play more than mortal kombat
0: Yeah, and actually Mortal Kombat has those things where you can get yourself out of the corner. Yeah. Yeah, and injustice. Yeah.
1: So one of the things that you need to start doing if you're serious about this is start thinking of your screen position as a resource Hmm. that you can use. And I'll go more into resource management later. But if you think about it, cornering your opponent, there's a certain psychology to it. Once you corner him, you want to apply pressure... All your normals, your throws, your overhead attacks to keep him there. Yeah. So, people, you know, just when you're cornered, the natural tendency is to try and get out of the corner. Um. So you're gonna make a mistake. You're gonna drop your defense, and then the pros, they any any like opening they have, they call it punishing. <laughs> so yeah, you're you're, you want to punish with a vicious combo that's gonna do a lot of damage, basically. Right. Yeah. So, a big thing, um, when you're the one that's in the corner, you need to learn how to get out of the corner. So, having a good defense is absolutely imperative in fight games. Um, One of the big things that newbies do, that we do a lot, is when you're knocked down, the mechanic is called wake-ups. So, when you get off the ground most fight games most modern fight games um have different wake-ups so i feel like you get you're in the ha- me and you are in the habit of when we play you get knocked down you just jam buttons to get back up you know what yeah I mean? <laughs> yeah not what you're supposed to do
0: <laughs> tekken uh, tekken especially tekken has multiple ways to multiple get, ways get up multiple
1: ways to get up you can roll yeah. backwards you can roll sideways you can kick while you're on the ground yeah, you can um, stay
0: laying there for you can a little stay bit. Stay
1: laying there. So, just something you need to pay attention to because not doing the proper wake up will allow your opponent to keep punishing you. Yeah, right. Um so, pay attention to the wake ups. Um teching throws is a big thing that you need to learn how to do. That they suggest learning how to do. Basically, teching a throw is usually um usually to throw in fight games, it's two button presses. Um, like a square and an X, a punch and a kick at the same time or something like that. Guilty Gear, yeah. you, you have to hold over and circle or
0: slash. I still it. haven't figured out how to do throws in Guilty Gear.
1: <laughs> it's in the tutorial thing okay. um, how to do them. But basically when you tech a throw, you press the throw button at the same time your opponent presses the throw button. So when the throw animation starts, your guy kicks out of it. So you're right. going kind to of want to learn this because when your opponent's good and they're trying to keep you in the corner by... Attacking you and throwing you when you block, you're going to want to know how to get out of that throw. Sure. So that's what teching throws is. I, the next note I have is blocking versus whiffs. So when you just sit there and block the whole time, you will take some damage in a lot of fight games. They call this chip damage. Usually it's a lot less than normal attack damage. Yeah. Um, frustrating when you die for that too, from that. From that. Some games have mechanics where you can't die from that. Ah, uh like I believe guilty gear you can't die from no you definitely can well you can't die from normal chip damage but if it's a special oh, attack then a special it does chip one. damage a special one okay so sure, you got to yeah. pay attention to what does chip damage and what doesn't do chip chip damage sure in certain games street fighter has street fighter has a mechanic where they have gray chip damage everything does every time you block there's like a your your bar does gray damage and then if they land an attack following your gray
0: meter it takes your whole gray thing away oh wow like building up potential damage
1: yeah and guilty gear has the same thing kind of you have a meter that when you block that meter fills up and if that meter but that's lowering
0: your defense sort of right yeah so
1: like if you if you block a bunch of times your meter will fill up and then your opponent lands an attack yeah the attacks do more damage according to how full that meter is Right. So that, those are things you need to pay attention to. It's different for every game. I don't know what Mortal Kombat... I don't think Mortal Kombat has chip damage. I don't
0: think Mortal Kombat has chip damage, nor does it have any stuff behind the scenes like that happening. Could be You wrong. just straight up block.
1: Could be wrong about that, but... Um, so one of the things that they, they really emphasize is you need to block on your wake-up. So you get knocked down. When you get back up, you want to be crouch blocking all the time you need to get uh, okay. the habit of crouch blocking up on wake up all the time no matter what game you're playing
0: no matter what don't um, use the roll attacks or don't anything. mash
1: buttons well obviously if you
0: if you if you know you can yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah um because if you would use them and whiff whiffing is like a big no-no whiffing means that you try to do an attack and it misses yeah. Um. But your attack animation will carry out, and then your opponent will have a great opportunity to punish you if you right. whiff. So blocking and whiffing, two major concepts. Um. Basically, all you're trying to do, um. You want to block after any move you throw. Blocking needs to be your standard, your standard position. Um, right. The book recommended crouch blocking, because
0: it's harder to overcome. That. Harder
1: to overcome less attacks. Crouch blocking is probably good for Street Fighter. I don't think it's good for Tekken because no,
0: because Tekken has a lot of overhead attacks that like most that it, overcomes that. Yeah, right? and mids. Yeah.
1: mid When you crouch block a mid attack, doesn't well will still land on Tekken too. Okay. So that's not a good thing for Tekken. But this guy was playing Street Fighter. Apparently, it's a good thing for Street Fighter. Hmm. guilty gear still up in the air because i have not figured that game out yet
0: guilty gear yeah i feel like i feel like there's still always ways to get around stuff but yeah
1: yeah so anyways block after every move you throw so you can't get caught um basically you want to block a few attacks backdash reset to neutral position play footsies again control the space (laughs) that's what your that's what your goal should be yeah um
0: never jump I was, I was just going to say, that probably moves into never jumping, yep. and I jump all the fucking time.
1: Um, you're not supposed to jump. Jumping leaves you way Wide open, open. Yeah. to attacks. Uh, new fighters always jump. Uh, you want to get away from that if you want to be serious. Um,
0: That's so hard for me.
1: They-, they want you to use dashes more than jumping to control screen position. Uh, small steps work the best, obviously. <laughs> um, Patience. There's one more mechanic uh that when you do jump called cross ups. So basically, this mechanic is when you jump over the opponent and attack from the opposite side. So if they're blocking and you yeah. jump over them and attack them, it switches the direction they're faced so they won't be able to block anymore. Right. So it's called a cross up. If you want to be good, you got to predict when your opponent's going to use them. Uh, that's getting deeper than I. I know yeah. how to do. So, anyways, yeah. if you hear I'm, if you hear cross-ups, that's what that is.
0: Yeah, keep in mind, we're talking about things as if you are planning to play games deeper and watch Evo. That That is the point that's of this. Where we're, that's I, where we're going, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so big thing in fight games, resource management, okay, which is, sounds crazy. Yeah, because, like, resources? what resources
0: are there in a fighting game?
1: Okay, so the first one I have is uh, your gauge, which is going to be different in every game. Gauges were started. Little history here. Gauges were started. Uh, Samurai Showdown was the first game to have a gauge, which I actually just bought on the Switch two days ago. Really? Like, yeah, is like, it an old a, one? Yeah, it's like a, one of those old Neo Geo games for like. Oh six wow! Bucks. Yeah, you can't okay. play it online or anything. I was just like, eh, this will be fun. Maybe I'll if I prop it up on someone's counter and we're playing, we can just jump into this fight game real quick. And
0: diving back into old school fighting game stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, Street Fighter Turbo Two um, was like the man. Follow- there's a
0: ton of Street Fighter Twos, and I don't know what the differences are that, in any of them.
1: Nope, nope. There's a ton of Street Fighters, but that was the one that popular popularized this gauge thing. So okay, in Turbo Two, basically, um, it powered up moves, allowed you to do super combos, and made your blocks more effective. Um, so, anyways. Gauges, uh, Mortal Kombat has the X ray bar. Um, yeah,
0: which has multiple uses, multiple not just uses, the X ray stuff. On the game. Um, yeah.
1: Old Street Fighter games had,
0: uh, Super, I think it's called Super Bar. That looks, I can picture that in my head, I think.
1: Um, so you guys, are, you guys know what I'm talking. Guilty Gear has the tension meter.
0: Guilty Gear's tension. Um, Tekken doesn't have one.
1: Nope. No, no meters in Tekken. Yeah. Um, So you want to think about using that. I'll go into that a little more. Um, Your life bar is a resource you definitely want to manage, but
0: obviously, yeah,
1: you want to think about this. Your life bar only matters if it's at zero. Right. So good, good guilty gear, not guilty gear. Good fighting game players use their life bar to gain info on their opponents, so they'll actually like take some damage to see how their opponent plays huh they'll even throw rounds like it's a three you have to fight games you're usually best of three best of five things yeah so they'll dedicate whole rounds to see how an opponent attacks that's
0: actually that's actually really funny to think like at the early stages of this like if you are watching from the very beginning it might just be a lot of people just not doing anything
1: yeah (laughs) So, you know, you think about what does your opponent do when they wake up? Like, are they blocking? Are they yeah, doing right. an attack every time? You know, what do they burn their meter on? What Like, what are they using that gauge? Are they using combo breakers? Are they trying to save it up to use the big power move or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, there's all kind of things that you can see and build a, a offense against uh, with this mechanic here. Um, but keep in mind like I said, it only matters when it's at zero. You shouldn't change the way you fight because you have less damage. If you get a- ahead on someone, you got ahead for a reason. You don't want to change your attack style. Yeah. To, to try and finish them off. Um, so it's like a big thing that they talk about is, you know, you want to try and change the way you think you see your, your bar getting lower, you get behind, you don't want to like become over aggressive or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
0: hard thing to overcome.
1: Yeah, it's it's a natural tendency to feel you feel, to you think feel about, desperate. Yeah, yeah. And y- you know, if you played any of these fight games, you know when you start losing you're like Ugh.
0: You're like, "Oh man, I'm just going to start jamming on buttons and yeah. maybe something'll happen." Yeah.
1: <laughs> um so just just some things that I not jotted down uh they started the gauge meter thing, the gauges in fight games to give you a chance to come back. Oh. A lot of that is is so that you can't get behind i mean a lot of the fight games you when you take damage your meter fills right so basically you know you're not supposed to you're supposed to stay calm use your meter for your comeback you know what i'm saying yeah in tekken your power move becomes available to you when you have a small amount of health left
0: yeah that's right yep
1: so you know basically and it's
0: devastating in tekken yeah
1: Basically, those attacks are th- or those meters are there to keep things even. Yeah. One of the things I wrote down, screen position is is greater than life lead. So, for opponents, or for okay. pros. So, they'll jockey for po- screen positioning and sacrifice life sometimes to get a better position, let's say, to get their opponent in the corner or something. Or right. Gu- Guilty Gear's big, like, spacing... Like your attacks do more damage when the spacing is correct. Like so, if you're in the slash of a of a sword, so you're gonna want to keep the right amount of space for the attack.
0: Um, Ah, see, I didn't know that. So, like, if you're up on, like, right on a character and you do a long attack, it doesn't do as much damage as if you were positioned correctly. It actually
1: in Guilty Gear, it actually doesn't do the same attack.
0: Well, certain things. It's not every. It's not every one, right? Or they, they all do... if Depending on your range, they all do different attacks. Yeah, yeah. I, so, thought, I thought it was only certain things, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: So, in most games, there's going to be, like... If your opponent blocks your attack, there's going to be, like, a rebound where your character gets knocked backwards a little yeah. bit from the block. Yeah. And uh, that's going to mess everything up, too. Right. Or, like, when you're trying to set up n- n- combos and everything. So, basically... What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to assess assess all the attacks that you're throwing and the amount of damage that you deal if the attack connects versus the amount that's going to incur if your opponent blocks. It needs to be you need to be positive in that ratio. Right. So if you're going to throw this big haymaker punch and it only does 50 damage and it's going to leave you open, maybe you shouldn't throw that haymaker punch. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, so from there, they give an overview of Street Fighter V. I kind of broke this out. like in I did the overview, and then I wrote like what other games have next to these mechanics that Street Fighter V talks about. So Street Fighter has a V system. That's its gauge. That's the v, new stuff. The new stuff, Street Fighter yeah. V. Power-up triggers basically makes your combos, specials, and defense better. Um, if you burn the whole meter, it's like a one shot thing. It's different for every character. Um, some does char- combos, some does teleport. You know, this is all stuff. Uh, X ray meter in Mortal Kombat is similar. You get combo breakers or uh, you can. Like, Enhanced moves. Yeah, you can charge up your specials, uh, different things like that. The combo system um, in Street Fighter. And this is uh, similar. There's three types of combos. And this is across all fight games. Except for Mortal Kombat's kind of different. Um, So a chain combo means that you have an animation for an attack. Okay? Yeah. And this is what we were talking about yesterday. So let's say we have a kick. The animation for the following attack is going to cancel the finish. Of the Anselmate animation for the first attack.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Does that make sense? Can you yes. try to can you try to explain that? Do you think that? It-
0: so, the way and we we sort of talked about this yesterday, I think. So, like, you want to know exactly how how many frames are at the end of an attack, because certain follow up attacks can cancel that and continue the combo. So, like. You would do a punch, and maybe the punch, you only do one punch, right? If if you're not trying to follow up anything, you do that punch, and nothing happens. But if you do something at the right timing after doing that punch, it cancels the ending animation, and you continue into the combo, right?
1: That's correct. So, that's a chain (laughs) combo. It makes sense to me, because I read the book. I'm trying to, like, if you explain it, you didn't read the book. Do you know what I'm saying? Basically, yeah, you have... and i
0: i hope I hope that was clear. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't, don't know, know that to... it was.
1: I don't either. <laughs> um, if you think yeah. of it like a punch lasts seven frames, seven of you know, if we talk sixty frames per second, a punch will last seven frames. Yeah. Um, the last three frames of that punch will maybe be like the punch hitting the guy in the face, and the character yeah. going, Ugh. and then maybe there's an extra frame where the punch swings through. Like he the the punch comes across back yeah the fighter pulls his hand back so in a chain combo if you would hit kick after that instead of seeing the animation where the the fighter pulls his hand back it'll go right into the kick animation right you just cancel cancel that animation completely so that's right. what we're talking about a link combo means that the animations will finish completely and the mm-hmm. next the next animation so the punch will happen go across his face, the fighter will pull his hand back, put it back in a normal resting spot, then the kick will come out. The reason right. this works is because the attack that you did will leave your opponent in hit stun yeah. long enough to start a new attack. Hit stun being the animation that happens. They're like re-
0: recoiling.
1: Yeah, so you know you think of it, the fighter going, oh, getting hit by the punch, he like rears back. That's the an- hit stun animation. Target combos are specific button sequences built into the character that flow together. So, most of the combos in Tekken are like this. Um, yeah, yeah. So, if you hit square, he'll do a jab. If you hit square, square, it might be like a backhand, fronthand. It's a completely yeah. different animation. Um, they both flow together. It's That's what a, a target combo is. Street Fighter has a stun gauge. Um, I, we talked about this with Guilty Gear. It's basically a meter. Every different move does a, a specific amount of stun damage. When the meter builds all the way up, the character gets dizzy, which means the, like, the things fly around their head. you got to mash buttons to get out of it. Yeah. Most games have a mechanic like this. Meter's not always visible.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and back to resource management, that's a, a thing that you have to pay attention to if you're managing resources. <laughs> another uh term they'll use is magic pixel um i like that one magic pixel. okay
0: uh, yeah i don't i don't think i've ever heard that
1: last bit of health usually you can't chip out it's the last little smidge in your health bar oh they call that a magic pixel
0: how many times have we had that happen in all Guilty the time Gear? both yeah. games really <laughs> hap- tekken and tekken, tekken has yeah. a
1: cool thing where when you're down to your magic pixel but um both players are down to it they'll have, like, a slowdown animation.
0: Yeah, it's so cool.
1: Yeah, where, like, if we both throw a kick, then it'll slow everything down so you can see, like, who's going to hit who, and then it's kind of a cool way. Um, To go along with Magic Pixel, some games where there's chip damage, if you have the Magic Pixel and you block and you incur chip damage, that's going to kill you. Right. So you're going to want to pay attention to whether the game has chip damage or not because, you know, you're not going to be able to block and stay alive. So right. that that should affect your uh, play style. Um, Magic pixel is another like psychological thing. It works on both, uh, like works both ways. Like if you're the one with the last bit of health, you're gonna get crazy. Yeah. But you want to think about it like if you're attacking a person who has their last bit of health, you might get over crazy too. Yeah. So I mean, for normal players, that's fine. The pros, uh everything is about punishing open open mistakes yeah open mistakes so they talk about it because you know you don't want to overextend trying to kill the guy who has a magic pixel left
0: yeah yeah
1: um so that's that option select this is crazy this is there's so much Option select. <laughs> yeah,
0: as if they could, you couldn't tell from what we've been talking about here. There is so much, yes.
1: Option select is basically a single command that has two or more options. So, for example, if you are holding the crouch down, this is in Street Fighter, and you're holding back, you're going to be in crouch block. You could hit the throw button. So, if you're, if your opponent kicks you, you'll still block. But if he doesn't kick you, he'll throw them you'll you'll execute the throw okay So it's like kind of like where you can do one
0: input that can have two outcomes that are both safe Hmm. does that make sense i think so um Um, i'm trying to i'm trying to think what i could equate that to and in uh that's the only example i can really give yeah
1: modern fight games have tried to do away with as many option selects as they can because okay, so then it's not what it's they're not kind what I'm of unfair. Of. Okay, like if yeah. you think about it, if it's both things can work, then, but right, I was watching a Guilty Gear tutorial for Guilty Gear X, not the one we have.
0: Okay, um, they were not teaching,
1: They were teaching. Uh, option selects in the tutorial. Oh, basically, they were like okay. When you, throw, when you do this throw, which is forward circle, they're like, press the X button with the circle, so if your opponent texts the throw, he's going to kick too. They didn't call it an option select, but that's what that is.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Okay, th- this next thing is called media attacks, and that's what Tekken's built on pretty much. A media attack is an attack that's timed to connect as your opponent's getting up from a knockdown. Hmm. So, so Tekken, you use those to keep combos going big time. Like when an opponent's rolling, you're going to want yeah. to take them and they stay down. That's why wake-ups are so important. Like paying attention to how to do right. certain wake-ups is because anything that is good as a media attack is going to force you. Either you're going to take damage or you're going to get forced into another block. And then you're going to lose the footsie war because you're blocking again.
0: Yeah, see, I feel like in Tekken, once the once the other player is on the ground, it's kind of hard to keep combos going. Like I didn't realize that. Uh,
1: no way, you really.
0: Dude. You really could. I
1: so here you go. Here's some insight into how I play Tekken. When you knock someone down, I rush attack the crap out of the person laying on the ground. All the I time. know, and
0: I I know, and I think um I think it's because like I'm thinking of it. Uh, like you can only do so many attacks that actually hit them while they're on the ground, yeah. right? Like there's only certain things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. So
1: yeah, just I'm not at
0: your level on Tekken yet.
1: Well, I'm not at a certain level. I just knock a guy down, and then the guy Rush. can't hit me while he's on while he's on the ground. So I try to do as much damage to the person on the ground yeah. as I can. Yeah, and like people who have never played Tekken always get pissed. They're like I can't even get up. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. Yeah, but that's how you play Tekken. Like yeah. pop ups when you knock someone in the air and you juggle them. Yeah, and and keeping a combo going with attacking the ground is kind of the same thing. Yeah, that's the same thing. They don't have like big chain combos in Tekken. Like you don't right. You don't do like thirteen hit combos. Yeah, like, the way you combo in Tekken is you do two or three moves, pop a guy in the air, and then you hit a hit like another three hit combo yeah or you knock them down on the ground then you hit another three hit combo where they're on the ground so that's i mean that's how it works on tekken not not specifically other games guilty gear and street fighter and mortal kombat's kind of built like that too like if you watch the pros play mortal kombat they're all their combos are like pop-ups and things yeah.
0: like yeah yeah
1: so like back to that your wake-up game is is important uh you want to pay attention to different wake-ups sometimes you know you do a back roll or a side step or whatever um different knockdowns will have different wake-ups so if you street fighter will have things where they have like soft knockdowns and hard knockdowns soft knockdown being that you gotta pop right back up whereas a hard knockdown or like splat against the ground you have to jam and like, a couple of and like bounce or something yeah yeah yeah
0: um
1: different in every game Something you got to pay attention to. Um, counters. Uh, most games, we talked about this. Yeah. Most games, a counter is when you start an animation for an attack and your an opponent starts an animation for attack, your attack is going to land in the startup of the animation for the opponent's attack. Right. That's called a counter. Okay. Most games a counter does more damage than a standard attack. So if you just kick and the guy stands there, it's going to do this much damage. But if you kick and he was in the process of kicking but it hasn't land yet, it's going to do more damage. And usually more dizzy damage too. Depending on oh. what kind of something. Huh. So, um... And it, it gets crazy. The, the deepness behind that you can, I can spend 10 minutes talking about um, <laughs> yeah let's let's not <laughs> big thing though is count, that's this is how pros play crush counter that's that's what they do you know what I yeah. mean that, that's the whole point of, of of the strategy they use is to land counter attacks that's what starts their combos that's yeah. what they're looking for all the time you'll hear you'll hear uh, announcers on Evo talking about that a lot on Guilty Gear, I don't know how that works. There's certain attacks that are always counters. Yeah. So I don't know yeah, what that. Yeah, means. when we're
0: playing, it'll say counter like constantly, <laughs> and we don't know why. And it doesn't. It's work. a little hard hard to keep track. It doesn't of work
1: with my definition of counter. I don't know what that is. No, on because
0: Gear. in yeah, in Guilty Gear, it seems like it doesn't necessarily prevent the other player from attacking. Or something. It's it's very strange.
1: I don't know. I don't know if that's a poke, like it's just tr- it's a like a that's a poke thing. Like it's a short animation. Yeah. And that's that's why it says counter. I don't I don't really know. So um, basically, we're,
0: we're not the professionals.
1: <laughs> nope, not at all. Um, when you break a move down, it has all these charts in the book, and you need to go into practice mode to do this. Um, this is how you're going to learn like what attacks to use and what attacks not to use. Huh. So when you break a move down, it's gonna do a certain amount of damage. Um, let's say this: we do a standing light punch. Okay, mm-hmm. it's gonna do thirty damage normal. It's gonna do an uh, amount of damage when you're using your meter. It's usually different in games. Yeah. So we'll say it does fifty if you're if you're in meter burn mode, um, which is gonna give you a percentage increase. So you're gonna like want to look at a chart you're gonna look at this stuff um it's gonna do a certain amount of stun and then it's gonna do a certain amount of stun when you're in meter okay so it should be more um so that's all stuff you're gonna want to look at you're gonna compare all your attacks you're gonna want to throw attacks that do a lot of damage and you're going to not throw attacks that do a little bit of damage
0: makes sense so when so when you're practicing in a fighting game, make sure you have your spreadsheet open and you're tracking everything exactly single thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um,
1: so to go along with that, you know, we have a, the luxury of going into practice mode and you know learning all this stuff on fighting uh-huh. games. They didn't have that with arcades, which is why they would pick one character and get really good and get really with good with character. character. Yeah. Nowadays, you know you'll you'll watch the fighting game championships. Guys will use three or four characters. Yeah, because we have that luxury. You know, you can go into into practice mode, learn all the characters. Um, if you're gonna get serious about playing, you should learn all the characters. Um, if you know the opponents you're facing's character, it's gonna cover the weaknesses of yours. You're gonna know how to use them. Right. Um. You're gonna know both sides of the match. There's social benefits to knowing. Both characters, Um, if you're playing, if you like to use, let's say, Ryu on Street Fighter, Ryu, Ryu, whatever. And you see someone using Ryu, you're going to be like, oh, hey, I like to use Ryu, too. And and then you can share techniques. Like, every time the opponent jumps over my Hadoku fireballs, I like to do a Dragon Fist punch. (laughs) It's a good anti-air attack. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to share
0: strategies. This legitimately happened... With Josh and I playing last night, he was playing a character that I had spent time with and he was like I have no idea what I'm doing and I was like we'll do this and yeah. do this attack and you can actually like counter me this way and it's yeah. and it's really useful and then he ended up using it against me and it was it was pretty funny. So but like the, a, the, that exact situation happened.
1: There's like a bonding that happens there's sharing knowledge it's all good. Yeah. Um when you know both characters you're going to be able to watch matches more actively. You're going to be able yep. to put yourself in the position of these guys saying I would have done this attack, I wouldn't have done that attack, it left me too open. Um and with these newer games like we were talking about um the Evo games that are developed for Evo, yeah. They've purposely made characters easier to master so that you can spend time with more characters cuz who wants to see that's ten cool. fights with Ryu. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. Totally. Um, that makes so sense.
1: I wrote this down because it's real sweet. Uh, they have a, uh, they like talk about this um, professional fighter. Uh, 2014, they were playing Street Fighter 4. The guy's name is Infiltration. That's his handle. Okay. He's a badass Street Fighter player. Street Fighter player. Basically, he's the master of multiple characters. In 2015. He was considered professional with 14 different characters on Street Fighter. Wow. The uh, the closest, the next guy was like six. Was oh, wow. So that's pretty sweet. At Evo 2013, um, there's a match he had. Um, he was fighting PR Balrog. That's the handle of the guy he was fighting. You can look this up. It's really cool. Um, you type in infiltration Evo 2013 or infiltration versus PR Balrog, you'll see it. Um, he was using Akuma, that's his that's his guy that he's won. He'd won like the previous like three years of uh Evo with Akuma. Okay. And PR Balrog uses Balrog, obviously. He's a street fighter. Yeah. And uh he was just murdering Akuma. So infiltration switched to Hakan, who's like this sumo wrestler guy He like oils himself up. It's really funny, he has like a mechanic that literally he squirts oil on himself. Oh. um, and he's like considered to be bottom tier, like characters. Uh-huh. So everyone okay. like went nuts; they went bananas when he selected him. Yeah, and so he sur- surprised his opponent. The guy was unfamiliar. He had a strong knowledge of how this character would work well against Balrog, and basically he used grapples and won the ma- one, came back and won the tournament wow. with a con. So it's really cool.
0: Yeah, um, that is cool.
1: That they're. Uh, there's a chapter included in the book on this is how you want to learn different characters. Um, they suggest that you learn what the meter, special meter does for your character and then kind of work backwards from there. So you would build your strategy around using the mechanic that the meter gives you. Which is okay. basically what this guy did with this Hakan. His meter. Right. His meter thing was the oil up thing. Yeah. Which means that I don't I don't know what it did. Um,
0: I couldn't really tell. Makes it hard to grab onto.
1: Yeah, something like that. I, there's a character in Mortal Kombat called Kotal Kahn.
0: Yeah, he's he weird. Has, I've never understood how to use him.
1: He has a uh, one of his fight styles. You can do throw a totem on the ground. Yeah. And the totem makes you take less damage. Oh. So one of the pros. Um, I think his name was Sonic Fox. Okay. Anyways, he was using Kahn and he kept throwing the the totem down, and then trying to do like risky moves because he wasn't taking big damage. So that's right. basically what I'm talking about. You build your your strategy mechanic, around strategy stuff around like that, that mechanic. Yeah. Um. So obviously you would do that, and then you would learn like what the normal attacks do, what the ranges of them ranges of them are, whether their animations are cancelable or not. Like, this is all uh-huh. stuff you would do in practice mode. And then one of the big things you're going to do is understand frame data. So this is where this is where the nitty-gritty of fight mechanic breakdown is. So basically, games run 60 frames per second. We talked about this at the beginning. Every attack is going to have a certain amount of frames. So let's say you do a standing light punch. There are going to be startup frames. It's going to be three startup frames so it'll take three frames for the character to get his arm out fully extended for the punch okay yeah there's going to be a number of frames that are that are impact frames which are like going to cause hit stops going to cause your enemy to like recoil yeah so there's three startup frames and then at the the fifth fourth frame it'll be a hit frame right so there's going to be like four frames of hit does that make sense yeah. They call that impact freezer hit stop. <laughs> so, total okay. frames, you're going to add the the hit frames to the startup frames. It's going to be like 11 frames or something like that. Okay. Um, if you would whiff on the attack, usually it's longer. Okay. So, it's going to be like 14 frames because there's recovery frames if you don't hit the opponent. Okay. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So, you're going to want to compare... All your moves. So, standing light punch has three startup frames. Standing medium punch has five startup frames, which means it's going to take longer to throw the, the actual uh-huh. attack. Basically, what you're going to want to do is find the, the quick starts, like the quick startup frames, because you can throw these attacks relatively safely without getting countered. Right. So, in Street Fighter, specific, specifically, you're going to develop block strings which is basically a string of attacks that it's okay to block like you're not trying to you're not trying to yeah. atta- you're not trying to
0: you're not trying to land, land an attack yeah
1: um but you want a, a safe block string that's not going to leave you open so like you don't want to end a block string with like a really strong kick that your opponent can block and then blast you with right yeah so, right so and then the objective is really just to keep doing the same Block attack until your opponent messes up, tries to jump out, or knock you. Trying to get him back into the corner.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Um, and there's like this big chat, this chapter on how to build a block string. Um, it breaks it down with Ryu. But basically, your block string as you're attacking will help build your meter. Um, if your opponent fails to block one, you're gonna want to be able to convert the block string into a combo. So that's a big part of block strings, too, is you want your last attack wants to be one that's cancelable. So that you can
0: then continue into something else. Yeah, so that you yeah. can
1: punish if your opponent's open. Yeah. And then it's going to keep you safe, because if you're attacking them and they're blocking, they can't attack you.
0: Right. So this is
1: what professional Street Fighter players do. Doesn't work across all games. I don't think you'd want to build block strings in, like, Guilty Gear
0: guilty gear doesn't seem to really like those real those little jabs and whatever as far as i have a feel for it like you don't really you're not really trying to just well actually now i'm saying it like since guilty gear has that thing that you build up as you're blocking if you're doing a bunch of those little successive short frame attacks that could actually end up hurting the other player if you know how to do that yeah but i don't know i don't know I don't
1: know. It's something that the noobs don't know. So, some of the things to do in practice mode that they suggest, you know, dashing helps your offense, helps you get close, close gaps, pushes your opponent to the corner. It also helps with defense, creates space, gets you out of tight situations. You're obviously going to want to practice and know your specials. This is something that we struggle with
0: in Guilty Gear because everyone's specials are so different. They are. They're, they're a general, like, range of, like, directional inputs and whatnot, but even just knowing those doesn't just carry across every character because, like, every character uses follow-ups differently with, like, setting up different, like, stances and things based on those special attacks. Like, it, it's very difficult <laughs> to just try and intuit, where in, like, Mortal Kombat or Injustice, back forward circle or forward back circle or whatever yeah those are all pretty simple across every single character
1: and when you when you learn it it makes it really like you know it let's say it's like a slide kick it's really easy to just put that into your attack game like you can bank that in your head and then yeah every time your opponent like gets popped in the air you can slide kick close the gate close the gap between them you know what i mean yep um so that's one something you're going to want to do is practice those uh They really want you to get in the habit of practicing throws. So they give the tip of every time you get close enough to your opponent, throw them like every single time because they can't block a throw. Throws are really hard to tech. Like that timing is like two frames that you have to tech a throw. And that's like a really good habit to get into. If you start playing like real competitively, that's not going to be a good strategy, but it's, good habit to develop because it's a great thing to have at your disposal that Mm -hmm. you forget about a lot of times when
0: you're playing i totally forget about it yeah a lot of the time yeah Yeah.
1: it's in tekken it's huge i mean it's big it's big in all games but it throws you a lot of damage in tekken yeah and it's it's it's, that's a good mechanic the last two things you're going to want to practice is the art of whiff punishing (laughs) so if your opponent Throws an attack and misses. You're gonna want to have a huge um, combo or special that you can do to ideally just do the most amount of damage that you can. This yeah. is basically the what professional fighting is. You know, they do these combo strings and they do all these setups. We'll say to get the opponent in the spot exact spot they want them to in order to unleash their special right so for example street fighter ryu has the fireballs that he shoots Hadokens. basically you a common technique with ryu would be to shoot the fireball opponent jumps over the fireball and when they're in the air that's like the exact spot that they want to be to start your punish yeah so they'll have, do like a power up dragon fist, which is like when he jumps in the air and does the uppercut and then they'll get like a three hit combo for some, from that or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So that's kind of like what I'm talking about. It'd be different across all fight games. Just that's what the opponents try, or that's what the pros try to do.
0: Yeah. You and, also, you have to like think a couple moves ahead, which is like really crazy for fighting games. Cause it's all yeah, happening in real yeah. time.
1: Reaction based. So that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Basically, the last tip they give is to uh, watch replays. All yeah. modern, all modern fight games save your fights. They have replays, so you're gonna want to look at, you know, what did you try to do? Like, what did you miss this combo? Where was the chance where there was something an anti-air you could do? Like when the opponent was jumping, um, where'd you where'd you miss that? Did you misuse your resources? Did you burn a meter when you shouldn't have? Did yeah. you? Missed opportunities to punish an opponent. So let's say they whiffed on attack. Um, trying to punish a move that was safe. So if you like tried to bust your combo out when you shouldn't have, and then they blasted you. Watching for people's tendencies and characters' tendencies, like strengths of certain characters, and look at the fight and see when, where it was that you lost. When did you lose control of the fight? Yeah. I suggest taking notes for all this (laughs) because it's i mean it's they're pros this
0: is how no right right yeah to get out your spreadsheets get your notebook get your film set up your camcorder exactly turn the frame (laughs)
1: data on in training mode and count the frames that it gives you for each animation for each thing we could have i could have got way into that animation frame stuff but you should just you should just read the book if you're if you're interested
0: that's what i wanted to say plug the book.
1: Fighting game fundamentals by Gutex. Okay, he gives some some great places to go. YouTube channels. This is his YouTube channel. It's called Cross Counter TV. They play fight games. They give fight game tips. They actually have a website called Cross Counter Training where you can pay to be trained. Oh wow, at that's fight funny. Pay that's to crazy. Be trained. Um, Vesper Arcade is another big one. Just Google it. Uh, different websites. Sure you can. S-H-O-R-Y-U-K-E-N there's a place to go and then you can always watch tournament streams which is basically what we do Uh, I just type in Evo on Google Um, there's different different tournaments uh, Level Up Live, Capcom Fighters Showdown, Chaos Gaming with a K uh, different places to go Um, so that's it that's all I have really I guess it sounded more profound than it was I don't know if that was any help to you at all
0: Uh, Yeah, well, and you and I have kind of been talking about stuff anyway lately, but um, yeah, so again, this is sort of like a tips and tricks primer thing for like new players that maybe want to get into the deeper levels of fighting games which you gotta
1: you gotta put a disclaimer at the beginning of this and tell them it's it's this is not entertaining this is strictly for people who... well i
0: think i said that at the beginning but maybe yeah. it wasn't clear i don't oh, know I don't, but, I don't know i'm just saying yeah.
1: i don't i wouldn't want someone to listen to this like, it was a waste of an hour of my life
0: yeah i i might put something at the beginning but um yeah that that was the whole point of this is that like we're AJ and I are like very into this lately it's like a very new thing um for me specifically but um just getting this deep into it and it's just timely because the Evo is really the we know what that is but like I've never really watched it um there's tons of fighting on other fighting things but because Evo is happening soon we figured maybe like let's go a little deeper than we can on a normal episode of the podcast especially because Alex and Josh don't really play fighting games though We'll see. We'll see with Josh and Guilty Gear and stuff. Um, So, what part of that
1: do you think was the most helpful for you? Or was any of it?
0: Well, I'm trying to think. Because, like, knowing... Well, getting up and, like, not being overzealous on stuff. So, like, if you get knocked down, don't immediately try to go into an attack. Because I do that. I still do that. And I consciously know I'm doing that. but But I can't help it. Because I get in these games I get frustrated like as soon as you get a beatdown put on you it's like I have to get back up and I have to like attack immediately and that's mm-hmm. not what you're supposed to do and that's something that I seriously like have so much trouble getting like overcoming you know For that me, instant- you you would even tell me that while we're playing Tekken you're like don't roll at me <laughs> and I still yeah. do but like I've started to like learn that a little bit better um but for, the for, the the frame stuff is what's the most mind-blowing to me so yeah,
1: far. Yeah, yeah. Like, even if you think about, like, you know, you play Dark Souls, you oh, do the same y- sure. thing with Dark Souls. Yeah, ex- you, you look exactly. at a character's attack animations, and you remember what the tells are for a yep. move so that you know yep. when to dodge and when to attack. It's the same exact thing in it's a fighting game. It's the general game. idea, yep. Yep. Everything is a rhythm game.
0: Yeah. Every game is a rhythm game. <laughs> Every game is a rhythm game. <laughs> Yeah,
1: but uh, the big thing for me was the spacing stuff. That's like true. That's another good one.
0: I don't even think about that. Yeah, and certain characters don't understand it. Yeah, certain characters in Guilty Gear, like you really need to know what their attacks are because some might some might have really far reaching attacks and and then are bad up close, but then others are better at mid range. And like you need to be in mid range all the time. Like, yeah, it's that's a good one that's a good one too i couldn't think of that one off the top of my head but spacing is huge and it's just something i never would have even considered really so and now that i considered i still can't do anything with it, i know so. i mean we know all these things <laughs> like we, we know all of these things like we're a little bit more informed you especially and like again hopefully this helps just a little bit or if you want to try and understand what's happening at evo more because i don't yeah, that's, know that's where it helps the most is like when i watch the
1: pros play i'm like oh he's trying to set that combo up or oh yeah he was... yeah you're like so i don't know how it's cool Evo's... to actively watch that
0: right and know exactly what you're looking at yeah and, and yeah. what's happening even if you can't perform it yourself but yeah. like the uh I know with like Dota and stuff and like League and whatever, they do special commentary sections for people that don't know what's happening. Oh. I don't know. I don't know that fighting games do that. I don't know that they do that for fighting championships because I've never watched, watched one have live. You watched Dota, I have before. Yeah, I've watched. I've watched a couple um, of the internationals. Cool. Uh, I, I know how those games work though. I just don't play them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm not like super in deep on them because they're too. I don't know you could you could think about those kind of games the same way as fighting games but um yeah yeah but yeah i've always wondered if evo has like a here's a newbie commentary track and we'll see this year i don't know i just don't know that i've ever heard anybody doing that yeah this this is seriously a realm i'd know nothing about which nope. i'm sure if anybody's listening to this they you can know. tell yeah, yeah <laughs> that was the whole point of this bonus thing yeah but uh yeah I, let's uh I, I think we'll wrap that up thanks yeah, sounds good Thanks, I tra- AJ. I
1: tried, man. I, was,
0: I don't know. Oh, don't worry about it. it. was, It's whatever. We're This is what we're into lately, and it's it's cool. I'm glad that we did this extra piece. Um, If you got anything out of it, I'd love to know. Yeah, uh, let us know. Let, let us, us know that our
1: time was not wasted with
0: this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry about that. Uh, feedback at 2b1podcast.com. If you gained anything out of this, and if you were playing any fighting games, because I know like a couple of our listeners are, but not... Well- I don't know. We haven't got to go this in depth because you're the only one I can really talk to about it yeah, on the show. Yeah. So, so I don't know. We'll, Nobody's really responded to Guilty Gear. But, we'll take um, some
1: tips too, obviously.
0: Of course, always. Yeah, because um, again, so new at this stuff for the most mm-hmm. part. So yeah, let us know if you enjoyed this or if it was worthwhile or if you hated it. <laughs> tell us tell us that also. Um, and I think, uh, think that'll do it for this bonus fight cast special edition
1: king of fist to to e- rhythm game
0: road to evo <laughs> all right thanks aj
1: yep